Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Blue Surge Podcast. This is Mike, Joe, and Craig. We are here for episode, I want to say 172. I want to say 172. We're getting there. Oh, I forgot to mention which number we did when I did the podcast. Oh, we will never know. Hindsight, hindsight's 2736, I guess. It is. It was episode 171. So we're 173 this week. In case, in case you care. Me? Yeah. It's, uh, it's sometimes just a lot of pressure. Remember that number. I, I will say, looking at the episodes, it is one of the more popular ones of the past couple of weeks. Really? Yeah, big, big fans of John and Ibby on the show. I think we need to have those guys on more. Probably. I, I think it'd be cool. I mean, we talked about having more people on, having features, and I'm sure as the listeners, it would be cool to have people on. Not not necessarily even experts. You know, we, we pride ourselves on being a casual show. It'd just be cool to have, like, more of our friends just on the show, <laughs> just for an episode, right? Yeah, probably get some people less pessimistic than I mean, Joe. Hey, you know what? But we need both. We need both. I've been kind of a negative Nancy. Negative, yeah, pessimistic Joe is negative Nancy, but that's okay. That's okay, because we we have balances. That's why I'm here to mediate pessimistic Joe. I look at a glass half full, you look at a glass half empty, and Craig... um, Half empty? It's mostly empty. That's (laughs) Most, most cards you are mostly empty. Yeah. It's either really bad and it's empty, really good and it's empty because you're like, it's too good. Or it's in the middle, and you're like, ah, this isn't a, this is an okay card. That's okay. That's why we're here. That's why we do what we do. We contrast in those ways. But I, I think it'd be cool to have more people on. Anywho, though, this this is episode one seventy three. <laughs> then I will say, welcome to our little rant to start the show. We are recording this on July twentieth. It is a Wednesday. It's around eight p.m. Eastern. So any news past that, you know the deal. Joe, how are you doing today? You know, like some of those mornings you wake up and you have a cup of coffee and you just never wake up from that. Yes, I do. It, that that was today. I see. I get jittery on those type of days, and I hate those days. Oh no, I'm just sluggishly just slow and tired. And the the top of it too, I didn't have many patients on my floor today, so I was like right. twiddling my thumbs. What I do? Ah, oh, that's bad. I don't like that. You're just sitting bored. Like, no, no, I said uh, I would roam around every so often and find someone to work with. Don't get me wrong, but like, I do my thing, work with somebody, and sit for like five minutes, and like, kind of wait it out because I know it's gonna be a slow day. <laughs> right, definitely. I mean, I mean, one of those day, uh, those type of days at work. I mean, I typically don't have it as much as you typically don't have it either, just because you're working with, you know, you're working with people all day, but. Those, like, when I worked retail, those days where it was slow, it's like, ah, I get it. I'm getting paid to kind of, like, do mundane things, and it's easy, but, man, do I wish I had something to do to make this go by quicker. Well, not only that, it's like, I I do have standards and productivity I need to meet up with, but that wasn't going to happen today. Not today, but... Not because of my energy level, but based on the numbers I had to deal with. And you can't really impact that. Nope. But we can we can make up for your productivity. It won't count towards your job. But we can make it up in terms of Pokemon conversation. Okay, we can try. Yeah, you can send your boss the time. Be like, look, I recorded. I did these things. What do you think? I can even give you details. This card was crap. This card was crap. I love this card. Everything else was terrible. 
Give me a raise. Give me a raise. Perfect. I love it. Well, I'm glad to hear that, you know, you're, you have the energy after a long, long kind of non-eventful shift. For the show today, we're going to talk a little bit about some just personal basic rant conversations surrounding like Pokemon Go impressions now that we've had a chance to kind of see that set impact the meta. You and I finally got to play in back-to-back days, which is big. We played IRL back-to-back. We did GLC Friday. We did League on Saturday. What were your impressions of GLC? I mean, you've done it a couple times. It was my first time. I, I think it's... I'm excited I'm excited to play it, but it, it did feel a lot different than I thought it was going to feel like. Yeah, it's it's a little more chill. At least in my opinion, it's more chill. I enjoy GLC to be... I'm, I like GLC more than Standard right now. And I think that's a I think that's a feeling a lot of people have right now. Not when I say a lot, I don't mean the general majority of players, but I feel like a lot of people in our playing life are kind of like, yeah, I, I like this fresh format. It's chill, it's relaxed, it's a different way to build. And you know, a lot of people aren't a fan of the multi-prizers in our community. You don't have to deal with that either. And you know, everybody's count. One. True, you have one of each card. So if it's there, it gets discarded, it's gone. Uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of the pace, and I say that I, I understand. I feel like it, I know it's chill and it's supposed to be slow and casual, but I had a couple games where it literally was draw pass for a little while. Yeah, and that part can be rough. It happens as long as you go into it knowing it happens. Like that was a nice other thing about like uh, Vanguard when we played it was it was just kind of rng either you get it you don't and that's okay right and if you go in with that attitude then you're probably not as frustrated when it actually happens like honestly um you you would think that my i I play fighting right so you think my best matchup would be against carlos decks right yep no i've lost the knicks twice Hey, you know what? It's just, sometimes it is how you draw in certain matchups, right? If he has a card that just happens to be tough against maybe your energy count or your or HP or whatever it is, it can it can cause an issue. And there's ways to remove weakness too. If you get that one of tool removal, energy removal isn't as quick to come by when you can't get it as consistently. But on the flip side, that there are flying Pokemon that are resistant to fighting too, so. Ah, yes. There's the other side of things. That is definitely another side of things. Good on him for thinking of that. I know you played fighting. I played steel, and that went okay. I really just went one and one. I had a buy and one round, so that didn't really count. But the one I won, it was just kind of like slow-paced. We were just kind of like, oh, this is uneventful. And then at the end, it was just in those uneventful (laughs) turns, I had built up more resources than my opponent had built up. And that just might be how GLC is. Which isn't the end of the world. I, I enjoyed it as a whole. It was refreshing to, to to not have the same feel that Standard has. So I really enjoyed that. And then on Saturday, you and I went over, tested for about three, three and a half hours of the Standard format. And you were trying to get slacking going, right? Yeah, it's uh, as, as you know, slacking does. It's a little lazy. It's a bit lazy. Slacking. It's slacking right a little bit. So we'll we'll get there eventually. It's just going to take some time. Do you think Arceus is still the best partner for it? 
Uh, it's probably the only partner for it right now. I know, I guess because of the four energy count, it's tough, but... Yeah. We we tested... I I brought Dialga. I had Ice Rider. I didn't play that, though. We tested against a couple, like, rogue decks. We played against some Soul Rock. You and I played against each other. The biggest thing I walked away with on Saturday is realizing how good Pokestop was as a stadium. Because Depending on what deck you're playing. Yes. But even at its base level, I think it's a lot better than I gave it credit for. Uh, if you don't know what Pokestop does, it's a stadium from Pokemon Go that you can mill the top three cards of your deck and any items you find there go into your hand. Everything else gets discarded. So obviously risk your reward. And to Joe's point, if you play a deck that's heavier items, it benefits you. If you don't, it doesn't. But there's so many items in the format and so many decks are okay with energy getting put in the discard pile. Obviously, losing supporters can be really, really risky, depending on how you play. But I just think the general floor of that card is a lot better than I thought it was. And, I mean, obviously, playing Dialga, you could play a lot of items and be heavy item. Then we have Cross Switcher to replace uh, Boss's Orders to some degree. There's ways to tell your deck to work better for Pokestop. I just generally, I walked away going, all right, and I tested it more throughout the week, this week online. This card is just generally a reasonably strong stadium. You know, we've had generic stadiums in the past, like um, Parallel City, like... I'm trying to think. Viridian Forest. And these all these cards all do different things. Totally different things. But they're these general stadiums that I feel like you could put in any deck and it wouldn't be the worst choice in the world. And I think Pokestop kind of has gone into that category for me where I think there's just general value every time you play it. You know, if you can't find a card and you're really, really looking for a search card, yes, that mill three could could hurt you in the long run, but I was really impressed just with how it how it can accelerate things as a whole. And that's just, again, maybe because it's what I'm playing, like you said, but even like an Arceus slacking, losing the Pokemon would really suck, but do you have a lot of items in there that you'd, you'd be happy getting? And you have a lot of? Uh, probably. Mm, mm, well, let, let, let me back up. If your opponent <laughs> played Pokestop, would you be upset or would you use it in the game? Depending where I was in the game. So there's at least that value, though, of, all right, the stadium is not the end of the world. I can still benefit from this card being played. Like, I have no bench, and I have no way to search Pokemon. I will use Pokestop, because maybe I can hit a Quick Ball or right. a Ultra Ball. So like like how Training Core, you put the Training Core <laughs> down, or Viridian Force is like, okay, they're using it primarily, but if I need to, it's there for me. Yeah. Like, it doesn't hurt the opponent which I think generally raises the floor of a stadium. So I, I just was impressed by that. And then obviously, we talked a lot. We played against Solrock and Lunatone for the first time on Saturday, and I've been playing against a lot on the ladder. And that... I, 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 I compared it over the weekend to... I say this softly. I compared it to Baby Blounds, which, if you don't remember Baby Blacephalon... 
It was a very rampant, aggressive, single-prize fire deck that could hit really big damage if it got going. And if it did, you were probably losing. And it was rampant for a very pretty long time concerning the fact that it was a single-prize deck. Lunatone and Solrock, again, a deck that I think we underplayed on the show, has some really strong synergy with Rescue Cart, with Pokestop. There's a lot of cards in the format that benefit that single-prize 90 HP deck, and it can rack up numbers really quick because as you knock out Lunatones, you generally make the next Lunatone stronger because there's more energy in the discard. And you can knock out the Soul Rocks like we've knocked out Malamars and Bronzongs in the past that accelerate energy, but they have Switch cards, so it brings back two of them into their hand. And obviously, Pokestop allows you to get those items, get those search cards, puts energy in the discard. It's got a lot going for it. When I put Baby Blounds out there, you've watched me play against it online. You played against it a little on the weekend. Early impressions, do you think it can be that good? I feel it's more consistent than Baby Blowns. I think the Baby Song comparison comes by because that's the last real impactful one prizer deck that we've had in a while. Correct. So I think that's why the comparison really comes out. It runs nothing like Baby Blowns. I think it's more efficient than Baby Blowns based on the current format because, uh, well, we had, even though we had Gladian. In uh, format when we had Blacephalon, didn't get played as much, and we have History and Heavy Ball, right? So it's right. a lot more feasible, and you're not wasting a supporter per turn to get to that point, which I always find is a big asset. That's true, uh, and, I, and I like your point about saying it, it is. It's really, and you're right. My comparison really is just out of the performance. I feel it could bring. Uh-huh. And this is early expectations, but right, because Blacephalon, you hit it or you don't, and you pretty much just brick. There wasn't level ball, there wasn't rescue. You couldn't you couldn't keep the pressure going like Lunatone does. Really, like for me, as a Dialga player, a Dialga V-Star, my big strategy is other than sniping uh Radiant Greninja early on, I gotta hit my V-Star attack to get ahead in price trades. And it's really, really hard to keep up with it because of its simple ability to get through its deck. And obviously you can stadium bump and things like that, but it does such a good job with the current cards it has available to it. You're right. It is more consistent. Yeah. I I think that what really pushes over the edge, if anything, I, I played against it a couple of times. Now my slacking deck was also not ideal at the time when I played it. I just want to get some games in just because I was sitting there and I felt bad for the person I was kind of sitting next to. They're like just kind of shuffling their deck for a while. I'm like, all right, let's play so I can get some games in that everybody feels good that they're playing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm just seeing the the Pokestop go and everything. And I'm just seeing... And once I saw Rescue Carrier, I'm like, I don't even want to play this game right now. <laughs> well, that and that's how that's how good it could be. Yeah, and like so, like once you do that, you, you get Avery to whatever happens. You just rescue to carry them about back. It's tricky, man. I, and to be fair, over the past week, I've been looking at limitless tournaments, and you'll see its picture pop up. But it's not like it's not running rampant things. Like I think Palkia does a good job against. I think other decks 
do a decent job against it. Like spread, like spread's got to come back. Right. Well, and Palkia has water energy with Radiant Greninja, right? Which hits 90 to two Pokemon. Boom, two prizes right there. And on the flip side as well, what does the Radiant uh, Blastoise do? Radiant Blastoise is ping damage. Yeah, it's. I remember how much it is, though. It's 20. It's 20. 20? Okay. Mm-hmm. Discard a water energy to 20 damage. So, with Inteleon ping, with things like that, like. Soul Rock and Lunatone probably don't have a great matchup against Inteleon variants because they can put pressure on in different ways and you can set up multiple prizes because Lunatone's. Your, your plan is laid out for you. It doesn't matter what you play. Like, that's that's the play. You're just going to do it no matter what, and it works or it doesn't. I'm, I don't... Lunatone Soul Rock is not a Tier 1 deck, nor is it anywhere near that, but it's definitely it's definitely the first deck in a while. Like, Reggie's didn't feel this way. I'm trying to think. Like, Rapid Strike Malamar did never felt this way, and that was a decent deck. This is the first single prize deck since Blacephalon where I'm like, okay. In time, this could just be a forgotten list. But early impressions, we could be looking at something that sticks around for a little bit here. Not unless something comes that turns off abilities. Anything you have is Galarian Weezing. Right, which, I mean, Weezing destroys the deck. Right? It's such a, it's such a gimmicked, like, straightforward plan that Weezing just obliterates it. It hits it for weakness, it poisons. Like, not that weakness really matters, but Dark-type decks just obliterate it, especially because most of them will play Weezing. So, Palkia, I think, does a good job against it. I think Weezing variants do a very good job against it. So, overall, again, we're not saying, watch out, this is broken. But, again, with my Pokemon Go impressions following from Pokestop, I was impressed. Yeah. To see what Solrock and Lunatone could do. I was very impressed with that. I didn't think that... And when you look back at it, you feel like an idiot. I didn't expect it or think about it with Rescue Cart and things like that to the point where I'm like, oh, man, this... This is legit. It really can carry itself. But on the flip side, most people are running dark counters from you. So why would they just use it against Lunatone? Well, it would have to be a single prize. It's really the ability lockdown that kills it. Because Lunatone's only 90 HP, right? Yeah. So anything knocks it out. I think. It's I, I guess easy. it's it's not what I'm hit. I, I guess it's not knocking it out. It's not the problem. About it. It's the recursion it has. That's scary. Yeah, well, that, that's it. That's it right there. Rescue card. Rescue card is what makes that deck so strong. Having that having, level ball rescue card, that, that's what it is. Yeah, having the ability just to go and rescue carrier. We see we keep saying rescue card, or, rescue carrier. sorry, carrier. Yeah, um, but that that that's it right there. You remove rescue carrier from the deck, it's completely manageable and it's back to like it. It's this is a fun, basic single prize deck. You had rescue carrier level ball with Pokestop. Okay, now we're looking at something that's a little bit of an issue. And again, there are ways to play against it. There are plenty of ways to play against it, but just, I was impressed. And obviously, before we move on into the news, the other thing with Pokemon Go that I watched online, didn't haven't seen in person yet, but now that I'm playing consistently, maybe I will, or attempting to play consistently, that's the goal. Radiant Charizard, we know it's really good. Having that attack for 250, and for each prize your opponent takes, it costs one colorless less, which I believe it's like a five energy attack, four of it a colorless. So as prize cards are taken, Charizard becomes stronger. 
people are just pairing it up in Arceus decks, I think, just because it can be splashable anywhere, really. It's a one fire energy. It's five energy. I looked at it five energy, so four prizes are taken. It's a one fire attachment. I haven't seen it against me as much, but just wanted to put it out there. That's the other card where it's like, okay, we know it's out there. We know we are going to see it. That'll probably be seen more than even Soul Rock and Lunatone. Uh, we just haven't seen it yet in person. Anything else about just you playing or seeing the Pokemon Go cards out in the format for the past week or so, starting to see that meta kind of form this potentially world's format pretty much? No, not really too much. Honestly, I we had this conversation on that Saturday too that uh, standard is not for me right now. I just can't get into it. Don't know why. And that's understandable. Like one format, to be, I was going to bring this up at the beginning of the show too. We're used to rotation being right now. And it's yeah. not. So your brain and your body is conditioned to be ready for a new format and you're not going to get it. That's probably it. And I was thinking about that today. I was like, all right, that makes sense. There's probably a lot of people that are having standard fatigue and you're now going into a standard format, which will be a one-time thing if they keep rotation the same way going forward. But you're looking at a much longer standard format than you're typically used to before rotation. That could That's, be it. That, that might be it. it was so instead of you worrying that like maybe something's wrong just with your enjoyment of standard, I think it's just the, it might just be the, the link that we know standard is now going to be existing for. Which I'm I'm sure you are not the only person. I I bet I could guarantee that. We'll move on though. We have a little bit of news. I wanted to spend a lot of time talking about that because again, seeing that set in the format, again, getting ready for worlds in the future here in the next month or so, it's good to have those conversations. In terms of the news, it's pretty light, but we'll cover what we can here. First off, there are a couple products that have been announced. On September 1st, we have a Heavy Hitters Premium Collection. These Premium Collections typically go, I want to say, what are they, like 50 bucks usually? Probably. 40, 50 bucks. I have to go back and look. You get 14 booster packs, which is a lot. And you get foil cards of the following. Lucario V, Tyranitar V, and then Lucario and Tyranitar non-V. So promos of single prizers and promos of the multi-prizers. I believe this is the Lucario that damages itself and searches for energy, so that is a good card. And the Fighting Titar, I don't know off the top of my head, can't see it at the moment very clearly, but four coins, 14 packs, four promos. And one big Lucario V-card. And one giant Lucario V-card. That's a cool product. Again, I don't know the price, but I think the premium collections, when they're reasonably priced, are pretty good value because 14 packs is nothing to joke about. Uh, you'll get a mix of Fusion Strike, Astral Radiance, Brilliant Stars, I'm sure. So I think overall, this is a pretty decent product. Not a lot to say about it. I'm sure you have nothing nothing really more to add to it, but I think this is a pretty good product. The next up, we have more products in the fall. Building Battle boxes we know about, especially for Lost Origin. We've been seeing those Building Battle Stadium kits where... You get a couple build and battle kits, a couple packs. You bring it home. Basically play a homebound pre-release format. We got re re uh, reconfirmation that the Cleavor V-Star Premium Collection will be coming out. It'll be 40 bucks. It looks like you get 
six packs in the Cleavor V and V Star promos. And then the new one that we got to see for products is we got an Infernape V box. Oddly enough, and I guess this might be the new format it looks like, you get a Infernape V, a Jumbo Infernape, and then an Empoleon promo, which is kind of weird. That don't Empoleon. get it? Huh? You don't get it? What am I supposed to get? Well, it's an Empoleon. Empoleon... Uh, well, we're frame based weak to water, so they give him an Apollyon. So it's your counteraction to Infernape? Yeah. Hopefully, you have the Piplup. Which, I'm yes, you do. I just don't. Right. I, it's it's kind of weird, but Infernape V, it's the $20 kits. We know those exist. It's Pokemon. They do what they want. You know what? Perfectly said. It is Pokemon. They do what they want. They still give us energy packs. So I, I think it was a Friday or the Saturday. Someone came in and traded. No, it was Saturday. Someone came, came in and traded a bunch of bulk in and some rares and some Vs. And they had a whole ETB full of those energy packs. Like, hey, I know you guys sell them. Do you guys still want these? They're like, no. <laughs> it's, no, I don't want these. You know what? It's better to have a surplus than to be scra- scrounging around for them. For energies? No, I'll be proxy them if I need to. All right. I guess you'd be proxying them. Yeah, it... It is a lot of energy, but I get it. It's for new players, but you know, typically the people buying product at this point aren't uh, aren't new players. But that's okay. Energy packs. We will continue to see you until the day we die. Moving on from that, we have a promo revealed from Korokoro. This is really really quick. It's an Absol single prizer, hundred HP, one dark slash for thirty damage, one dark two colorless lost claw. 70 damage, put a random card from your opponent's fan hand into the loss zone. It's a retreat of one. Three energy costs, 70 damage, loss zone, disruption. It's not enough to really get me going on it, but more loss zone? No. Yeah, no. it's pretty bad. Bad. So that's that's too bad for Absol. I like when Absol cards are good, but we that that that, that one is not going to be one. Finally, the last piece of news. And like I said, it was going to be a pretty easy show here. We did get some news that we will be getting another mini set in the near future. In preparation for Worlds, Japan got their ban list for Worlds. And if you don't know how that works, Japan has a slightly different format than us. They get different promos at different times, different sets, because their sets are split up into multiple pieces. They're smaller, a little more manageable. And the ban list revealed a bunch of cards that just the Western players don't have. These cards were revealed in English, some of them, so we got to see, you know, what we will be getting down the line. And it sets it up for another mini set. There's no product revealed for the year, so we're assuming we'll get it in 2023. Basically, though, it's just a giant list of the cards that were cut from sets. Whether that be gym promos, whether that be just various single prize cards of each typing. There's a couple trainers. There's really not anything to to talk about here. You could go on Pokebeach, PokeGuardian, Reddit, wherever you want to get your news. It's probably about 50 cards. Is there any anything here that you think is worthwhile to probably rediscuss? 
Uh, fuck, I'm skimming through this whole thing again, just to double check. And... I'll edit it out, take your time. I, I guess they're throwing in all like the signature trainer cards. I guess like, is that. Like Hop and Leon and Nessa. Ryan, those like I guess those are kind of nice. They are kind of nice. Other than that, pretty not not good. <laughs> I mean, like we're getting the the Zera Aura V Star in the Dialga or the Deoxys V Star. It looks like Ursaluna V. Yeah, we'll get the full arts for Dialga and Palkia V. So there's yeah. like there's stuff, but it's uh, this doesn't look like it's gonna be a set. I don't there's know. There's a I, bunch of pieces of paper in a card shape. Yes, there would be things. There are a bunch. It, it, when the article says mis- mishmash, uh, it, it definitely looks like that. I, I don't know. <gasps> again, we don't know when we're getting it. But... Oh. Yes. Um, Greedent. Oh, Dump Greedent? Yeah. You can partner that with the Radiant Venusaur. Oh, boy. This is the greedent. Where is it? Two colorless energy, 50 damage, plus what again? 60. No, For 60 what? plus 150. For what, though? I can't remember that the condition. Two colorless. Oh, what? if you discard five or more cards in your hand. Oh, discard your hand. If you discard five or more cards this way, this attack does 150 more. Take that, Lunatone. Will you play this? No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. no. But I just finally found a partner for Gradient Venusaur. There you go, Gradient <laughs> Venusaur. That is a good partner for it. But on That's the flip great. side, why wouldn't you just play uh, Bibarel? Because you're just choosing Gradient. Or are you saying over Radiant Venusaur? Yeah. Oh, there is no reason. Basic versus stage one, I guess. But Yeah, that's about it. So that doesn't really solve that. But I guess there's that. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else notable. Not really. I mean, those trainers, I this doesn't look like a set right now, so I'm not quite sure what they're going to do with these cards. But it's like, yeah. oh, oh, crud, we forgot to put them in the sets. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's kind of like, okay, here you go. Like, there's, there's the other Pikachu VMAX. Like, there's a bunch of stuff, so I, I don't know how they're going to get it to us, but it's like how stores give away bulk to people. I don't know. It'll be it's interesting. Okay, like, hey, you're get a new these. player, right? Here you go. I, I guess we'll see. It, you know what it'll be? It'll probably be, like you said, like one of those sets where it's just a bunch of reprints. It's more of just a specialty set, and they'll have like a radiant collection with this. You know, the V's will get in product or things like that. And a lot of these cards will be thrown into a set with a radiant collection or a trainer's collection that'll be a lot more appealing. And that's how people will get it. Pretty straightforward, then. Anything else on the cards, the product, anything before we head out of here? Everybody have a wonderful, fantastic weekend. Yes, everyone have a great weekend. Thank you all for supporting the show in each and every way that you do, whether you listen, share the word. Even if you pop in once a month, we really do appreciate our listeners. You know, we put in the time every week to record the episode. It's awesome to know that people do care, listen to the show. 
back to what I said at the beginning. It'd be cool if we had more of our friends on the show as well. So maybe look forward to that in the future. I think it'd be cool if we had them on maybe once a month or something. It's something we've talked about. Keep playing Pokemon. Stay safe with your family and friends. Again, thank you for your support. And we will see you next week.